Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's like a million brands that do the exact same shit, but they cater to different people. So that's what you need to remember next time you feel like, oh my God, I can't compete. No, you're not trying to serve everybody. You're trying to serve the people who like actually connect with your messaging and who connect with your story. Like your story is the marketing tool. It's not about, you know, you being a coach or you being a this or you being a that. You have something you need to offer to a specific group of people. And like your job is to figure out what that is. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez, personal finance expert, speaker, writer, and business coach. I teach women of color how to build wealth and gain financial independence through side hustles and investing. On this show, we're serving up POC-friendly personal finance knowledge, always with a side of sass. We're talking about how to make dinero, how to keep it, and how to make it grow. If you're ready to become poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Imagine living the lifestyle you've always dreamed because of a blog. Blogging made it possible for me to walk away from my 9 to 5 at age 36. Now I earn over $100,000 a year in passive income and I'm ready to show you how to do the same. My signature course, the Jumpstart Your Blog Bootcamp, is enrolling soon. In the course, I'm gonna teach you how to turn your passion into a profitable blog that helps you earn from anywhere. Even if you're clueless about tech, you've never built a website before, and you're convinced that nobody's actually going to care about what you're writing about. See, this is the thing. I didn't actually believe that you could make money from anywhere doing something that you love until it became my reality. 
I've perfected the art of blogging over the last nine years and because of it, I was able to walk away from my corporate career at the age of 36. I dreamed of having a location independent lifestyle that would allow me to earn money from anywhere in the world. And that's exactly what ended up happening, but it didn't come without a lot of mistakes, a lot of burnout, and honestly, a lot of wasted time. So I said to myself, you know, if I could do this all over again, what would you do differently? And that's exactly how I've built my course. If you've ever told yourself, oh, well, I'd love to start a blog, but I have no technical skills, so there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this. I'm a busy parent and have a nine to five. I don't have time. Or I don't know how to narrow down a niche. I love all the things. Or maybe even, isn't blogging dead? I feel like it's too late to do this. <laughs> I promise you, what's actually holding you back is you're probably afraid to put yourself out there and you don't think anyone will care about your content. You're afraid of failing, investing your dreams and putting your voice out there. You're afraid of doing things wrong and wasting time and money. And those questions and fears are common, but they're stopping you in your tracks. What if you never launch your blog? Your message deserves to be shared. You can help people by using your blog to share the expertise you've learned along the way, and you can get paid for it. The Jumpstart Your Blog Bootcamp is enrolling soon. Join the waitlist by heading over to yoqueirodineropodcast.com slash blog waitlist, and I'll see you soon. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Hola, mi gente. I'm here for another impromptu live because I don't know why, but I just love being on here. Um, talking to you guys about side hustling, business, sharing all the tips tonight. So I wanted to hop on here and talk a little bit about the 10K month, the elusive 10K month that everybody wants to achieve in their business. Cause I feel like 10K is like the milestone for when people feel like they've gotten to a place where they can start to consider leaving their job. So let's talk. Let's chat. Hi. Hello from Georgia. If you guys have questions while we're here, just go ahead and pop them in the Q&A bubble. So if you're here for the first time, my name is Janice Torres Rodriguez, creator and host of Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. And on my podcast, I talk about all things entrepreneurship, wealth building, business, all things with money. And so if you will, <laughs> my claim to fame is that I was able to use the power of side hustles to pay off my student loans, become financially independent and quit my job. So I'm all about earning more because I think that is the key to achieving more. Like you can cut things out of your budget. You can 
do no spend challenges and all that shit, but I firmly believe like, why don't we stop focusing so much on lack and less and focus more on more? <laughs> so that's my philosophy when it comes to money. Your income potential is theoretically limitless. It is most often stopped by your ability to be creative in earning money. Because especially now with the power of the internet, there are so many ways of making money, some ways that are just truly absurd, that it's so easy to make money that your mind is what stops you most of the time from even believing that this stuff is possible. Because it's very possible to use the power of the internet to create 10K months and six-figure salaries and even seven-figure and beyond. So I wanted to talk a little bit about my journey to the 10K month because that is what set in motion me quitting my job earlier this year. So I quit my job in May of 2021 (laughs) and it was something that I had been working towards for a long time, but for the majority of my like journey as a side hustler, I felt like that number, that 10K was like so elusive, right? I felt like I was working so hard and it was just really, really difficult to like reach that milestone. And so there's a couple of things that I've realized now looking back, like what was the turning point for me? And so I want to share some of those things with you tonight. So the first thing for me was this idea that somehow the market is saturated and that whatever I was going to come up with was like nobody was going to be able to compete or I wasn't going to be able to compete with all of the people that are out there. So that's $10,000 a month. That's what we're referring to. So hitting a $10,000 milestone a month in your business. That's what we're talking about tonight. I was a food blogger for many years and I was very much intimidated by like first off the idea of showing up and being like a brand online. My food blog is very much centered around like the food. Like I don't think anybody actually cares what I look like or who I am because that's kind of the nature of blogging. You're kind of just behind the scenes and creating content in that respect. So I was very much like fearful of showing up on social media and like, I don't know, just doing what we're doing right now. It just felt very foreign to me because I'm very much of an introvert. And I was always just like, I don't want to fucking do this stuff. It feels stressful. It feels terrifying. It feels like, why the hell would anybody want to listen to me? All these things. So I think for a long time, that kept me from showing up and like doing things that I was very curious about, but I had a lot of limiting beliefs around it. So I tried to be a travel blogger and I was just like, no, this isn't going to work. Like you need too much money to be a travel blogger. Like I was still trying to stay in that lane. And so one of the things that I think has shifted my perspective and also shifted like my income potential was like realizing that just because there's a million people that are doing what you want to do does not mean that the market is saturated. So take, for example, my podcast, right? I could have looked at the four or five million podcasts that exist and been like, well, why the hell would anybody want to listen to me? But I realized that in looking at things in that perspective, I am diminishing what makes me unique in this space, which is that there are not a lot of Latinas talking about money, period, like anywhere. In the past like two years or so, there's been an influx of people in the social media channels. But even still today, as a Latina podcaster, I'm in a very small group of people especially when it comes to money. A lot of the podcasts that exist for Latinos are around like pop culture or gossip or dating or random things that it's like not about money. So 
I was stuck in that scarcity mindset of thinking like that, why the hell would anybody want to listen to this podcast? And I think that's one of the reasons why after I launched it in April of 2019, I kind of took a break. I did a couple of episodes and then I was just like feeling that whole imposter syndrome and feeling like I'm just wasting my time because nobody actually cares about this. And it really wasn't until I started to like lean into my identity as a Latina and not feel like I needed to show up in these spaces like a white man because that's not who I am. That's when things really started to take off. I think that's the first lesson for us is to understand that like there's no such thing as market saturation, especially if you're a person of color, because there's just not a lot of us doing these things. There's really not. Like, just think about any industry. Like, who are the famous people in a lot of these industries? They're not people that look like us. So while you might think, like, things look saturated because you're comparing yourself to a huge cohort of people who are not like you, who do not share the same background, do not share the same experience. So you can't compare your... It's like comparing apples to oranges, right? Like, we're just a different flavor. So whether you are a coach or you are a podcaster or you're a YouTuber or you're a food blogger... We don't have enough representation in our communities about any of this stuff, especially from like the digital standpoint. So no, the market is not saturated. I promise you that is like a freaking myth. And if that's something that you guys have been battling with, let me know. Cause I feel like I hear a lot of that from like my students. They're just like, I want to do this, but I also feel like nobody's going to care about it. And my advice is always like, if you focus on your story and what makes you unique, that is what people connect with. They're not worried about the fact that there's a million money coaches. They're looking for the money coach for them, right? That could be you. They're looking for whatever your business model is. They're looking for you because they can relate to your story. Let me see. I have a question here. Did you have your own support group that you could talk to when nobody believed in you? Yes. So when I was first starting off my podcast, And just like this whole personal finance brand, first of all, people were like super fucking confused because they're just like, what are you doing talking about money? Like you're a food blogger. And so like I knew my friends and family just wouldn't get it because I'm just like people have their set identity of like who you are to them. And then when you challenge that and you make them question that they just get confused and they start pushing back. And then that can be something that you end up absorbing. So what I did was I came here on Instagram and I found women who were pretty much like along the same trajectory as me at the same time points. So some of the earliest people that I've been working with since joining the platform as a podcaster was people like Delianne, who obviously blew the fuck up. Vanessa from Wander Onwards, Joy Valerie from Build With Joy. Like I started working with women who were like in the infancy of what they were building. And so we actually all started building together around the same time. And it's just amazing to see like everybody's growth and what that level of support can do. Because whenever we were going through like business struggles or the growing pains or just the self-doubt, we would just talk to each other and be like, I'm going crazy. Like, I'm fucking stressed out. Like, this is too much. And so having that support system was like super helpful and a big part of why I think like I stuck to things instead of giving up and working by myself. So if you don't have like a mentorship group or something like that, highly recommend. I recently created a Facebook group for like all of my paid clients for my programs because I feel like even after like my group coaching portion of the things finishes, like I still want you guys to focus on networking and community. And so that's something that I think is like a lot of what is lacking, especially for us because we don't have that representation. So we really need to be like amongst people who are also doing this stuff. So get yourself a community. Okay. 
Super important. Okay. So 10K month. So I think the first thing is realizing, like I mentioned, that like this whole idea that things are saturated and that like you can't compete is complete bullshit. What is actually the fact is like, first of all, market saturation is an illusion. And I ask you to reference something that we see every day in the stores, but we don't question it, right? So like go to your local supermarket and just look at any aisle and see how many brands there are of the exact same shit. Whether we're talking about like laundry detergent or paper towels or fucking tomato sauce or ice cream. There's like a million brands that do the exact same shit, but they cater to different people. So that's what you need to remember next time you feel like, oh my God, I can't compete. No, you're not trying to serve everybody. You're trying to serve the people who like actually connect with your messaging and who connect with your story. Like your story is the marketing tool. It's not about, you know, you being a coach or you being a this or you being a that. You have something you need to offer to a specific group of people. And like your job is to figure out what that is. So for me, it was, yes, a billion tampons, pads, all the things. But we all have our favorites, right? You all have your favorite creators. You all have your favorite TV shows. How many fucking TV shows are there out there, y'all? That doesn't mean they're like making the show for everybody. They're making the show for specific people. This illusion is what limits so many of us from even starting because we think like we have to be serving everybody. And the fact is that you don't and you shouldn't because I feel like the more we try to serve too many people, the more we end up serving nobody because then you're confused, right? Like you're confused when you see somebody who's doing like a million things. Like, what do you actually do? What do you offer? How can we work together, right? If that's not clear to somebody, They're going to go and find somebody else who's like super legit, clear, focused on what they do and who they serve. So, you know, there are people that you follow on here for investing. There are people you follow here for side hustles. There's people you follow here for budgets. I don't need to be doing budget stuff. Like there's enough people doing that. And that's honestly not what I focus on. Budgeting has its place. But for me, that's not how you build wealth. So I'm not going to talk about that. So that's one thing. Getting past those living beliefs that you shouldn't even bother starting because there's so many people doing this shit. If I had thought that, I never would have been able to build this podcast to build the relationships that I have with media companies and corporations and all types of shit. Because the thing is, they're looking for people like me. They're looking for people who are different, who are not a white dude talking about money. And if I didn't grant them the opportunity to connect with somebody like that, then they would just be forced to continue to work with the same boring ass people that you know and love, <laughs> right? That's number one. Uh, number two is this idea that like, you need to have a million fucking followers on social media to make money. I promise you, there are people with like huge followings on these platforms that it's all vanity metrics. Some of them are just people who bought a lot of followers, like bots, and they're not making any money. They're not making any fucking money, Okay. I started monetizing my podcast Instagram like way before 10K, way before 10K. I was selling one-on-one coaching calls, like one-off calls for like $39. I think that's how I started. And then eventually I started charging more. Eventually I started doing workshops. So I wanted to serve more people versus just like the one-on-one. And then I started doing speaking engagements. Speaking engagements was like something that I never imagined myself doing. Cause again, I'm an introvert and this is just not a thing that I enjoyed doing for a very long time. Now I love it, but 
back in the day, like the idea of public speaking would like give me fucking agita. It had nothing to do with followers. It had everything to do with content and just like connecting with people and understanding why exactly they were following me and then providing them with the opportunity to work with me in different capacities and different forms. And also, I think a a thing that we get like so caught up in when we're trying to focus on just getting money is like you have to actually provide value before people will pay you anything. And we want to skip that part. We just want to skip to the part where like we're rolling around in fucking checks and, you know, people are throwing money at us. But it's like, why? You need to establish your authority. You need to establish yourself as the expert that you want to be perceived as, right? Like nobody's going to give you money for no fucking reason. I don't give money to people for no reason. I give money to people because I believe in their skills because they have somehow convinced me that like, yes, you are doing the thing that I want to do. So I want you to teach me. Before you start thinking about 10K months, you need to start thinking about like, what are you doing on these platforms that is providing value? That is then going to make people be like, I want to continue to support. And then maybe one day I will invest in this that you have to offer because it's just worth that much. Let me see some questions here. Do I have a manager? I don't have a manager. I have an agent. And that's also part of how I have been able to consistently make 10K months because now I have somebody negotiating like big uh, partnership opportunities for me. So whether those are speaking engagements or those are brand collaborations like sponsorships, I have someone who works on my behalf to do that, but I was getting paid like four or $5,000 for speaking engagements. And I was negotiating that by myself. I was doing that way before I had an agent. And sometimes like the price that you charge can feel like ridiculous. Like nobody's ever going to fucking pay for this. But I promise you that like, especially companies that reach out to you, they have money, but they're not actually going to give you the first number that they're comfortable paying you at. Always going to lowball you the same way that an employer will lowball you and then expect you to negotiate. It's the exact same thing with brands, partnerships and speaking engagements and all of that shit. So part of reaching 10K months is being a little obnoxious with your pricing. Now, you have to have some rationale behind that. How I started public speaking was, I think my first speaking engagement was like $200. And those initial speaking engagements were the practice that I needed without that pressure to perform at such a high level because I was only making a couple hundred dollars, right? And still, getting paid a couple hundred dollars to talk to anybody is like fucking awesome because you got to show up to work and talk to fucking people all day. And sometimes they don't even pay you enough for that aggravation. When people actually want to hire you to speak, that's amazing in itself, but you're not going to get paid a lot up front, especially if you're still like building your initial brand, building your initial authority, et cetera. So I took those initial opportunities to just really like practice and figure out what I wanted to do as a speaker. And then I got my first four figure offer for a corporate speaking engagement. And I was floored. Like I was from you know, $200 to like $1,200. Like that's what they had offered. And I was just like, who the fuck pays this much for anybody to talk? Are you kidding me? Like, what is this? It would take me like three days at work to earn $1,200. And I get to do this shit for like an hour's worth of speaking engagement. So what I did at that point is like, I set that number as my new baseline. So like, I wouldn't speak for less than that because I had the proof, right? I had the social proof to say, Now this is the rate that makes sense for me because this is what I got hired at. Then I got another speaking engagement and it was $4,000. And then I was like, oh shit, 
that's my new price, right? Then it's $5,000 and then so on and so forth. So embracing this idea that you don't have to stay stuck at the price that you started, that's how you turn your business from something that you have to bust your ass for a couple of dollars into something that is earning you consistent, legitimate income, like 10K months. And like I mentioned, like I was already booking speaking engagements way before I had 10,000 followers. My students have made five figures launching businesses this year. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. Because they've had the guidance of somebody who's actually like done all the shit wrong and now knows what not to do. I've had students who within six weeks have made $10,000 following my formulas and following my process because When it comes to setting your pricing, it's like you're always going to undervalue yourself and you need that third party person to be like, no, this is what you should be charging for what you're doing. We're always going to undervalue what we do. I still have second guesses when my agent reaches out and they're like, he wants to pay you X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, are you sure? Like, I don't want to disappoint anybody because that's a lot of fucking money, right? And you just have to get over that shit. You have to get over the fact that like you will always undervalue how people perceive what you have to offer. That's part of making your business profitable in a way that can actually sustain you. It's like not being afraid of charging what you need to charge to make a living, right? There's nothing more discouraging than grinding like fucking crazy in your business and like only having X amount of money to show for it and feeling like I worked so hard for this. This is not sustainable. Like, this is why a lot of people in the beginning get burnt out. 
because they put so much work into things and they're just like, oh my God, this feels so hard. But part of that is understanding that, yes, that is part of this. There's no guaranteed payoff in the beginning, but you have to get comfortable asking for what you need versus what you think somebody is going to pay. That's just a major mindset shift that we have to make. When I was first creating my digital course, the Ultimate Side Hustle Starter Kit, I was wrestling with that price because I'm like, who the fuck is going to pay $497? Like, that's a ridiculous amount of money. But then I really had to see like, girl, you put like two months of every day just pulling shit out of your brain, like recreating your processes, like transforming that into content that people could then have access to forever. That's worth money. Being able to save yourself 12 to 18 to 24 months of fucking struggle because I'm literally breaking things down for you in a way that nobody did for me because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. That is worth money. Aggravation costs money. And for me, it's not worth like trying to DIY shit anymore. It's my fucking energy and my mental capacity cannot be stressed out by like trying to DIY shit. So I don't DIY things in my business anymore. Like when things feel too fucking complicated, I'm like, nope, got to find somebody who can help me with this because I have other shit to do than be stressing out and trying to figure this shit out. And I talked about that on my stories today. Like I was aggravated as fuck with my email marketing software and I made an executive decision right there. Like we're fucking done. After this launch, we're fucking done. I'm not going to try and figure out how to make this shit work. So you at some point will reach your breaking point. And unfortunately, what happens for a lot of people is that they're like, they get so overwhelmed that then they quit because they can't ask for help. And that's not healthy. Right? Like you giving up on your dreams because shit gets hard. That's life. Life is fucking hard. Your dreams are worth a little bit more effort than just saying like, well, I couldn't figure the shit on my own. So I'm just going to give up. What? That's crazy. That's one of the things like 10K months have relied on me outsourcing shit like negotiating brand deals because my agent gets paid more as I get paid more. And I don't have the bandwidth and the mental capacity to be negotiating fucking contracts anymore. I don't. It was like the biggest pain in the ass going back and forth, this and that. Let me have this meeting. Let me have this. And then no, I have other things to do. I'm not serving anybody by doing those things. Like, yes, I want to have access to those opportunities, but I don't need to be doing that shit on my own, right? And my digital courses, I always said, like, if I'm going to do this, I have to make it not only super valuable to you, but I also have to make it worth my time. There's people who sell like digital content for, I don't know, $47, $97, $100, and you don't get that personal aspect to things. So you're still DIYing, truly. When you buy a digital course that doesn't have like a group coaching component to it, you're just fucking DIYing anyway. You don't have anybody to ask questions to. You don't have anybody to bounce questions off of. You don't have any community aspect of things to have that networking, to have the mentorship. And that is the thing that changes people. It's not like, here's a list of shit you need to do. How many things we know we need to do and we still fucking procrastinate? Because nobody's holding you accountable. That accountability is what changes things. That accountability is what makes people go from like, I'm here struggling by myself to like, okay, I have somebody to guide me. At what point does it make sense to start outsourcing? Immediately. I promise you that outsourcing like is not just hiring people. One of the things that I teach my students in my course is the areas of their business where you can automate and outsource like right away. One of the biggest ones 
is booking meetings with people, with clients or with partnership opportunities. Like I use acuity scheduling. And whenever somebody's like, hey, I want to chat about an opportunity, it's literally a matter of sending them a link, go and find a time on my calendar that works for me. We're not going back and forth. I'm not trying to sync my schedule with your schedule. Like it's brainless and it fucking saves me so much time. And I don't have to go back and forth. Like that has a lot of value in just automating, outsourcing shit like that. Things like scheduling your social media posts, major time saver, y'all. You don't need to come on here on Instagram to schedule your social media. There are apps that you can use to do that. And you can schedule out your content for months if you want. A whole fucking year. If you never want to log into social media, you can do those things. That is also outsourcing. Anything that you don't physically have to continuously, repetitively do, that is outsourcing. So outsource the things that are low-hanging fruit, that have software capabilities that you can build into, like you can use things like later.com for social media scheduling, Acuity or Calendly for booking clients, taking payments, having intake forms filled out for the people that you work with. Those are very easy things to do, very cost-effective things to do. None of those things will cost you more than like $20 a month. And if you can't even invest $20 a month in your business, then you don't believe in that shit. Point blank, period. You don't. If you can't put $20 to save you like how many fucking hours of your day, then you just don't believe in your business enough to make investments in it. And there's nothing that anybody can do. Like that's mindset work that you have to do. And that is the struggle that all of us go through in the beginning, especially when we're not making a ton of money in business. Sometimes we're just like, oh my God, I'm going to keep spending money. That's part of it, y'all. You have to build an infrastructure. You have to build processes. You have to build systems in your business to make them sustainable and to have the longevity that you want to have, right? Like I do not care about email marketing to the point that I need to be the one sending emails. I can outsource that now because I need to communicate with my followers and my subscribers, but I don't need to write those emails. I can find somebody else to do that shit. Every podcast episode that you guys see go out, I don't edit those. I don't put together the social media content. I don't schedule anything in social media. That's somebody else because I have other things to do. I have more important things to do. I have you to serve in ways like this, right? This is more valuable to me. I don't give a shit about the fucking social media posts that are going on. I really don't. (laughs) That's not why you're here. All right, let me take a question here. Because you started as a blogger, how did you pivot when you wanted to do something else? So I think the first thing was really understanding that it was okay to change my mind or to pivot what I was doing. Some of us get so stuck in this idea that who we are today has to be who we are tomorrow and five years from now that it keeps you small, right? So as a personal finance content creator, like I was starting from scratch. A lot of the things that I learned as a blogger, like I applied to my personal finance brand, but it's also very different. So social media is something that I already knew. Email marketing is something that I already knew. SEO is something I already knew. And I was able to leverage those things. But I didn't know how to fucking run a podcast. I didn't know how to like do these brand speaking engagements, all the shit. Those were all learning things. But I felt like I knew I was ready to pivot when I wasn't as excited about what I was doing at that point. So when I started my podcast, I had already been a blogger for like six years. I felt like I had reached my level of like mastery. I felt like there's not much else I want to do with this. Not that I couldn't because I could have started coaching about blogging and all those things back then, but I wasn't ready for that mentally. Like I just like, 
I don't want to fucking deal with people. I think that's why some people become bloggers because they just want to be like having their little business without having to actually interact with humans. But in 2019, I had felt like this call to action within my spirit that I'm like, it's time for something new. I was really like obsessed with podcasts at that point. So I was like, this is the thing that I want to do. I didn't know shit about it. And so it really was like a matter of doing some Google research on like what apps I could download to start a podcast. And I started recording my podcast, like sitting in my closet on my phone. Like I had my little earbuds and that's how I started my podcast. So yeah, it was just really feeling like it was time for the next step, the next phase. And I wasn't sure how it was going to manifest, but the podcast is what was calling to me. And then I had the idea for the actual name of it while I was taking a shower and listening to music and Cardi B and J-Lo's song, Yo Quiero Dinero, or it's called Dinero technically, um, came on. And that was like the light bulb moment where I was like, holy shit, that's the name of my podcast. And here we are. <laughs> here we are today. Okay, so did I take a course to learn how to start a podcast? No, I don't invest <laughs> in education, which that's why I fucking struggle so much as a business owner. Because I'm like, I think it has to do with my stubbornness and this idea that like, I'm an engineer. I'm going to figure this shit out. I don't need to fucking tell nobody how to tell me how to do this. Toxic mentality, don't recommend. <laughs> but no, I just DIY'd. I DIY'd my podcast and figured that out as I went just by doing like market research and seeing what other people were doing out there and slowly just improving, investing in better equipment, investing in a more structured format and all of those things. I just started mine with earbuds three weeks ago. Welcome to the podcast family. This is how it starts. You literally just start talking to your phone and start uploading that shit. And then next thing you know, you have 200 something thousand downloads. <laughs> Right. It's insane. Those are a couple of things that I wanted to share with you guys tonight. What, what I want to leave you with is like 10K months are not the thing you should be striving for, especially as a new business owner. You should be striving for just doing the fucking best you can to just offer value to people. Like if you're a service-based business and your whole model is around helping people in some way, shape or form, you need to demonstrate why. And that is by providing valuable content. That is by providing different opportunities for people to learn from you. So I provide all types of opportunities for people to learn from me. Whether you want to listen to a podcast, you want to check out my blog, you want to learn on my social media, you want to watch my TikToks, you want to read my tweets. Like I give so much free game that that is what has allowed me to then have these paid courses, to have the authority to ask for $5,000 for a speaking engagement, to have the authority to ask for $10,000 for a sponsored post or, or sponsored um, content here on social, all of things which have happened. But that doesn't come overnight. I had to work to get there, right? Your brand has value, but it's based on the initial investments that you make to establishing that value. So early on in my career as a podcaster, like I partnered with major media companies to establish relationships that now are going to be taken to the next level because of those initial investments and building that level of trust. There's this thing called brand equity, right? Which is like the value of your brand, your personal brand that is built over time. That is built over working with clients and getting testimonials that is built by relationships. So that's why I say like community networking, those are a big part of taking your business to the next level. That's how you build trust. Okay. I started listening to your podcast from episode one. So far, I'm enjoying and taking notes. Thank you. And thank you for listening that far back because the audio quality of those podcasts is fucking trash. But guess what? I'm not worried about that. 
I'm not going to go back and like change the past and like be all stressed out about that shit. I'm going to create the best content that I can create today. That's what matters. I'm like taking the learnings from back in the day and then improving every single day. Improving every single day is how you get to a place where your business becomes sustainable. You don't want to stay stuck. You don't want to stay stagnant. You always want to be doing something to push yourself out of the comfort zone. So for me, that was fucking public speaking. Never something I wanted to do, but it's also something that I knew I had to overcome. And the first time you do something that you've never done in your business, it feels scary as fuck. So whether that is launching a digital course or having a one-on-one program or, you know, starting a podcast, whatever it is, it's always fucking scary, but you get used to it. And it almost becomes like a drug. (laughs) You almost become like you're playing truth or dare with yourself at some point. Like who's going to win? Andrea, you just got the side hustle starter kit. I'm so excited. Oh my God. So you guys, you have two more hours to get this course at $4.97 because otherwise the price is going to go back up. I'm not going to say what it's going to go back up to because I'm feeling very benevolent and I feel like I might have like a $100 discount for the rest of the enrollment period, which is on Thursday. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that because I just reached 29K. So I'm going to be nice. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to keep it. So if you buy it today, it's $4.97. For the rest of the time, it's going to be $5.97 and enrollment ends on Thursday. So take advantage. Does your course go over starting a podcast or a blog or just one? Okay, so for starting a blog, I have a separate program. It's called Jumpstart Your Blog Bootcamp. And it is a six-week program. The next cohort actually starts October 4th, but there's already people buying their spots, which is insane. And they're just like, I don't care. I'm going to wait two months for this shit to start. That's fine. You all are the real MVPs. So if you want to find out about that, you can go to the link in my bio or go to sidehustlemoguls.podia.com. And if you want to start a podcast, I would recommend the Side Hustle Starter Kit more than, you know, because obviously the other one is about blogging. Podcasting is a different animal. And I have helped students in my Side Hustle course launch their podcasts. And we talk about the marketing aspects of those things the technology around it, equipment, how you get guests, all of those things. So we can talk about that in the Side Hustle course. It makes a lot more sense to join that program if you want to start. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Podcast. I'm going to have to hop off here soon because my voice is disappearing, but let me ask some more of these questions. I love this question. Do you recommend your course for someone with social anxiety on social media? I currently have a side hustle with clients and a full-time job. Let me tell you, this is the biggest thing that I've consistently tackled in my course with my students. Like they show up like scared school children, like, holy shit, I'm fucking terrified. Why are you making me do this? And I will push you to open your TikTok. I will push you to go on lives. So if you want to conquer the social media anxiety, I do that shit with my students. Like I've had students who were fucking terrified of going on social media. And now they're doing all types of TikToks. They're doing all types of collaborations. They're going on lives. They've increased their followers by tenfold. I will give you the confidence because I'm going to force you to do that shit. So if you don't like being forced to face your fears, 
you don't want to work with me. I'm just saying. Like my sorority pledge mistress shit comes out and I'm like, we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to fucking do this. And if I have to force you to go on live with me on this platform, I will do that. How do you work inside hustle while working full time? So that's something that we talk about in my course. I have a whole module that is dedicated to um, work-life balance, self-care tips for the entrepreneur, but it's important to also realize that you also have permission to take breaks along this journey, okay? You have permission to take breaks. You don't need to be doing all of this shit all of the time. Your business will still continue to grow, but you do have to realize you have to carve out time. You have to carve out energy. And sometimes that looks like telling your family, look, I need one day a week where I'm not interrupted by whatever the fuck you guys need because I need to work on my business. That's how you do it. It's really about exercising boundaries with the time suckers in your life, whether those are people, places, or things, and start making your side hustle a priority and putting some of the shit that tends to suck up our time, but is not value added as on the back burner. (laughs) Yes, I did say pledge mistress, LTA in the house. (laughs) Yes, I feel like I have a combination of like my mother's tough love, the Puerto Rican-ness, but I also am very compassionate. I really understand like where you're coming from when it comes to your fears. So I'm never going to make you do anything that like is, uh, you know, harmful or is going to scar you or anything like that. It's really just, I'm going to gently shove you out of your comfort zone with both hands. (laughs) So if you're not ready for that, then, you know, I might just not be the coach for you, but that's okay. I'm not for everybody. (laughs) I told you all that in the beginning. We're not for everybody. So, all right, y'all. So those are a couple of things, a couple of gems I wanted to share with y'all. I don't know if I'm going to save this, but maybe I will, maybe I won't. So again, if you want to join my program, sidehustlemoguls.com, you have until 10 p.m. Eastern tonight to get the $4.97 price. Otherwise, it's going to be $5.97 until Thursday. And if you're not ready to make that investment, that's okay. Like, I'm not here to pressure anybody. Everybody's at a different level and a different mindset. That's cool. Yesterday, and I premiered this exclusively at my webinar, I have a free 22-page ebook called Hustle and Flow, which is my 10-step framework for starting your side hustle. So if you're not ready to make the investment in my program, that's fine. I'm still going to support your journey in a way that makes sense for both of us. So definitely go and grab that free ebook, 22 pages, a lot of good content in there, my 10-step framework for starting your side hustle. And you can get that through the link in my bio and you have access to that for free. So don't say I don't do everything I can to give y'all free game, because I do. All right, so I'm going to go. I'm hungry, and my voice is about shop, because I had a workshop before this. And if you want to find out about, like, all the things that I'm doing, too, I definitely recommend, like, joining my mailing list, which you can do by signing up for any of my freebies. Like, once you sign up for my freebie, I have your email, you're automatically on the list. So go do that because I will let you know about exclusive sales that are only open to like email subscribers, new programming, new events. Y'all are the first to know, even like new podcast episodes, all the shit. So you want to be like in the VIP room. We have like 7,000 people on our mailing list. So go and join, go and join the party. That shit is free. Okay, guys. So thanks. Love you. See you soon. Actually, I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm actually going to be going live with Allison from Inspired Budget. And we're going to be talking about balancing business and family expectations and like the fucking struggle that that is. Because I feel like enough people don't talk about balancing your personal life and your professional life and all the sacrifices that we have to make. So definitely tune in for that tomorrow. It's going to be a good conversation. All right, guys. Love you. Sidehustlebubbles.com. Peace out. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina, the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start. That's YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.